Life Audio. Hello, thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, We'll dive into today's Bible verse, Isaiah 48:18. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Today's Bible verse is Isaiah 48:18. If only you had paid attention to my commands, your peace would have been like a river, your well-being like the waves of the sea. We've probably all experienced dark and painful seasons during which we knew we had landed in a mess of our own making. And I imagine many of us have also celebrated the opposite, hardships and crises avoided thanks to following his lead. When our family first moved to Omaha, Nebraska, we all fell in love with a particular house in a particular neighborhood. The only problem was that the price was at the top of our budget, but still, from our perspective, it was manageable. The problem was our perspective was limited. We didn't know a major financial hit was just around the corner, but God knew, and he directed us to buy a different, less expensive home that enabled us to meet that unexpected financial difficulty we later faced. Our Father faithfully guides us towards thriving life. God, the perfect, all-knowing, all-powerful creator of everything that exists, our Redeemer, the one who knows us intimately, who loves us deeply, and who pulls us out of the pits we've fallen into, he guides us for our 
benefit. Today's verse and the one before it remind me of God's words recorded in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven to 13, where we read, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. While there are numerous powerful promises in that short passage, I want to call our attention to his heart revealed when he said that his plans were to prosper and not to harm us, to give us hope and a future. That means his every whisper, directive, nudge, and request will always, always lead us in that direction to a hope-filled future. When, like a trusting and well-cared-for child, we respond with humble obedience, we begin to experience all the beautiful gifts, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, wholeness, promised to us through Christ. And this is God's heart for us. And it was his heart for the rebellious and sinful people during the prophet Isaiah's day. Can you sense God's longing in the beginning of today's verse? If only you had paid attention to my commands. As 19th century Bible scholar Alexander McLaren wrote, this is an exclamation of disappointment, of thwarted love. Jesus conveyed similar heartache in Matthew 23, verse 37, when he said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you. How often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. If only the Israelites Isaiah spoke to had known and trusted God's heart, then they would have gladly followed his lead. And had they followed his lead, their peace, their shalom in the original Hebrew, their healing and wholeness would have been as abundant and constant as a river that steadily flows, and their well-being like the powerful, constant waves of the sea. God promised his people life, but they chose death, death of joy, of relational health, of peace, and ultimately, spiritual death, which is separation from God, the giver of life. As apologist Tim Keller wrote, most fundamentally, shalom means reconciliation with God. And this relationship, this ongoing connection with our Father and Redeemer, it impacts every area of our lives. It implies more than a relationship with Him. It's also living reconciled to life as He designed it. And the more we align ourselves with his ways, the more we experience his shalom deep in our souls and our relationships. We experience progressive healing and transformed thinking where we're more apt to love and respond to others freely and without defense or offense. Can you see how increased wholeness within, which can only come through our dependence on and connection with Christ, in turn leads to increased wholeness and therefore joy and fulfillment in our relationship with others? When we consider this, the question arises, why do we tend to resist God's leading? Scripture and experience reveals most often we resist out of fear. We see this in the Israelite journey from Egypt, the land of oppression, to the promised land, the land of blessing, provision, and protection. Although God showed himself faithful and faithfully present again and again, the people often rebelled out of fear. Many of us have that same tendency. The longer the journey, the harder it feels to trust. And when we find our trust challenged, 
our feet tend to slow, to halt, or to veer off the largely unknown path that God's leading us on and onto one of our own making, one that maybe feels more familiar, more predictable, or safer. The good news is, once we recognize our fear rather than faith is leading, we can always stop and return to God. And when our fears begin to rise up, we can actively, prayerfully choose to hold tight to Him and His promises, reminding ourselves again and again that He is leading us for our benefit to a place of wholeness, well-being, and rest. Let's pray. Holy Father, help us to see your heart. Help us to know your heart, your character, to trust your promises, to know that you truly do have our best in mind. You lead us for our benefit towards increased peace, increased wholeness, increased joy. Thank you that you love us so much that you want us to experience the peace and joy that can only come from you and living in alignment with your will. When we are afraid, Father, help us to turn to you. Remind us of your promises. Help us to remind ourselves of your promises and just to rest in your presence because in your presence is fullness of joy. And when out of fear we turn away, draw us back. Bring us right back to that good path that you have marked out for us and remind us again and again and again and again that your heart is for us. We thank you that you love us so deeply. You are so attentive. You are so faithful. You are all-knowing. You're perfect in wisdom. You're matchless in power. Your understanding is infinite. And your presence is is constant. And again, we just pray that you would remind us of those things and give us time throughout our day, throughout our week, to pause and to reflect on all the ways that you have shown up for us in the past, all the ways that you have lovingly and faithfully guided us. May we reflect on your faithfulness more than we ruminate on our fears. And it is in the name of your Son, our Savior, Lord Jesus Christ, that we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Need more of God's power in your life? I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, providing practical tips on how to grow your faith through prayer. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.